You're listening to the Biggest Loser Fan Podcast with Cliff Ravenscraft and Father Roderick. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Biggest Loser Fan Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And I'm Father Roderick. And of course, this is the podcast devoted to the TV show, the hit television show, The Biggest Loser, aired in multiple countries around the world. And Father Roderick and I come together every week to kind of share uh, where we are in our own Biggest Loser journey. Is that right, Father Roderick? Almost every week. We skipped last <laughs> week and, and perhaps even the week before. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm getting a little, little bit disconnected. And it's because life is just so unhealthily busy I, I can say and so I'm not even caught up with all the episodes of the of the, the American version of The Biggest Loser but I did watch an episode yesterday evening and I couldn't believe it I just couldn't believe it they did something that you know I, you can't kind of expect it to happen every once in a while but it just hurts and and it's it's when they bring back contestants that have been eliminated and they bring them back into the game that is of course not very fun for the the people that have been on the ranch since day one but in this particular episode it wasn't good for me as a viewer either because they were bringing back the red lady melissa melissa the ultimate game player in the history of the biggest loser and i think i called her the wicked witch in the past which is not very respectful but <laughs> oh my goodness i just cannot stand her she's not there for the right reasons and yet she comes back into the game <sighs> i cannot wait for the moment that she's going to be eliminated again but but you you are all caught up so Good news or bad news? Well, I'll tell you what. I am all caught up and I am not going to tell you uh, where she stands in the journey so far, uh, although I do know. Um, I will say this, though. Uh, She is definitely not changed in her approach to playing the game. That's all I will give you on that front, Father Ryder. You're going to have to watch the episode for yourself. I was so happy though for the blue girl. There's this this uh, blue couple, and and they they were eliminated in the first episode. And you know, remember they had to go on these bikes, and 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 then two couples got eliminated, and only one of the couples would come back. Were were allowed to come back? The couple that would lose most weight at home, and so these two blue women didn't get back, and then they got another chance during the weigh-in, you know, so they were eliminated in, in the first episode and the second time they we saw them back was during the weigh-in to determine, you know, who could stay and it was the yellow team that stayed. And so for the third time, they were brought back and I think it was mo- mother and daughter and, and it was just, I I was really getting emotional while watching that because the mom was like, please, this is the third time that we're here. Give my daughter a chance. And they did. And I thought it was... It was beautiful television. It was. It and it I'm was very, very nice. Very and and her too. and her name is Victoria. And uh, I I will I will tell you this: she's doing very good so far. Excellent. Well, you know, it's it's kind of the, the kind of people that you you just feel. And I, I that was the same thing with the yellow team. These are just good people. And even though the yellow dad is a little bit of a game player, but but he's also got a you know a big heart. And I. I love seeing good people that are there for the right reasons, that are, you know, treating their fellow players with respect. That's the kind of stuff that I find inspirational. That 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 wants me that makes me want to emulate what what these guys are doing. 
But uh, oh, that red lady! Ah, <laughs> I'm just—I just need to go out and run just to get rid of the stress of watching an episode of The Biggest Loser. Yeah. So in that respect, perhaps she has a function. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, she did bring the drama back. That's for sure. Um, the other thing I want to say, uh, Father Roderick, now I—I'm not going to give away major uh, plot lines for the next two episodes because I think you're two episodes behind. Um, mm-hmm. because I, I want it to still be enjoyable for you to watch, but I do want to share some things that I think are not quite spoilerish, uh, and are good to bring out just for the folks who are caught up and are, are wanting us to weigh in on a couple things, uh, that I thought were pretty interesting. Uh, I think it's the next episode for you. It was two weeks ago, um, mm-hmm. or it was last week's episode where they had a challenge, uh, where in the challenge, the first person to lose 2% of their body weight would be eliminated. Or I'm, I'm sorry, not eliminated. What do you call that? Uh, uh, you have would get uh, um, immunity. Immunity. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I mean, if it was, you know, if that was in two days, then by golly, you go click the button and you, you can weigh yourself in at any time. I think you only get one chance to weigh yourself in. But if you weigh yourself in and you've lost 2% of body weight, then you have received immu- immunity. And wow. not only that, Father Roderick, but the, the added bonus of this challenge is that, um, you know, when you are, let's just say you you uh, go to weigh yourself in. I think there was I, I don't know if they were right, but if I, I and I, of course, I was just trying to get caught up myself for the show here. But um, there were a lot of people saying, you know, even if I go in and I click the way in and I haven't lost it, I should go ahead and try it because that'll be my way in for this week. And that'll just give me even a further boost for the following week. So I might not have immunity, mm-hmm. but I I'll, I don't know what all is going on there. But here's here's why this is important. This is why I would bring this up, because they bring Dr. H in, Dr. Hazinga. And uh-huh. and he explains to these folks that losing losing 2% of your body weight, even within two or three days, he says is not unhealthy. And for some of that, for some of those people, he says, listen, if you lose 10 pounds in three days, that's not unhealthy. Okay. But... Now, yep. now, Father Roderick, you and I both know that the the common perception out there is that it's not healthy to lose more than two pounds a week. We, you and I both have heard that a lot, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, obviously, Dr. Hazinga is disputing that. And mm-hmm. what he says in here, and it's important to understand, is that he says if all of that weight loss is loss of burned fat, there are no health consequences at all. Right. So he's not talking about dehydration and that sort of stuff. That's right. He said that, that would be an easy way. Just just go run. Don't drink for five hours. Yes, you will lose uh, 10 pounds. Well, no, not 10 pounds, but you will lose a lot of pounds. Right. But it's just and it's dangerous. Exactly. And he says, you know, if you if if you if you're actually losing weight because you're you're losing muscle. Uh, uh-huh. Or you're losing, your, you know, obviously the water, your hydration. Then those, there are some. He says those are some very severe consequences that would happen. And he says so. What it's what's important is if you're going to be training uh, and, and exercising, the amount of exercise it would take to do this, then you better be eating the right foods. You better be eating a lot of food. He actually says that you you need to be eating a lot of food to continue to 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 feed your muscles, to feed the healthy parts of your body. Because if you don't do that, you will burn things other than fat, and that is where the unhealthy stuff comes in. 
Interesting, because that's something that I remember hearing a lot in previous years as well. And, and I heard Jillian talking about it, uh, that some people tend to go to the gym without breakfast. Yeah. And she says that is stupid because what's, you know, your body wants to burn and, and, and what it will do is we'll start burn muscle tissue. <laughs> and it's, uh, it's actually in order to, to work out two hours a day, you need to eat much more than, than you would otherwise. Because you need that direct fuel and it will still get rid of the fat. Exactly. And, and Father Roderick, I struggle from this from time to time because there are many times when I will, you know, want to start working out and, and get all my physical activity in. And it's like I'm wanting to count my calories and I know I'm going to have, I, I know I'm going to really get in that physical, intentional physical activity in the day. But I'm going to start the day off with one tablespoon of peanut butter. And it's like, is, okay, maybe if I'm going to go out and, and I'm going to go walk for five miles today, perhaps maybe, uh, you know, a little bit more than one tablespoon of peanut butter might be in order. Yes, uh, I think that you got to find a balance between eating a full breakfast and breakfast is the most important meal of the day. But, you know, I did, I sometimes did that. You know, I had a whole bowl of, uh, uh, of oatmeal. I had a smoothie with two apples and yogurt and I would eat some nuts and drink coffee. And then I'd try to run and I was like, mm, <laughs> I cannot move. But on the other hand, eating, eating nothing is also terrible. I, I sometimes would get, you know, just get nauseous because I, my body was just looking for energy and there was no energy and I was a bit dehydrated. So that's dangerous too. I think that Jillian recommends um, if you do uh, intentional uh, physical activity in the morning, just get a very, very light start, you know, eat some uh, yogurt, some uh, or an egg or something like that. And uh, perhaps, you know, one, one sandwich, you know, whole, whole wheat and, and drink. Uh, but, and then, and then work out and then do the rest of the breakfast. Yeah. But, but don't, don't carry around, you know, a, a stomach full of oatmeal because that's, that's probably not going to benefit you. I, but I was thinking while you were talking about this, I was like, you've got some three, you know, 300 plus people, 2%. It means they have to lose six pounds in two days. Well, Is that, that even possible? Well, I, 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 Oh goodness! I, I don't want to. I don't want to <laughs> blow it for you, Father Roderick. But there, I know that there are some people who have already, uh, who are listening to this, who are already up to date. I will just say this: there was somebody who lost an incredible amount of time uh, within just a few days. Wait, they lo they lost weight. Yeah, a, a lot. Wow. I, I, I'll, I'll, I won't tell you who, but I'll just say ten pounds within a couple days. <sighs> Oh, I wish I could do that. I can easily gain ten pounds in two days. But <laughs> actually, you think about it; it's, it's actually that it would even be hard to to gain ten pounds in just a few days. Oh, however, I've got a confession to make. But I'll wait. You had another thing that you wanted to. to yeah, say. there there are just a few more things that I'll share. Um, one I'm just going to bring up real quickly here, uh, and this was one of the product placements. And of course, you know, I'm not a huge fan of their product placements. Oftentimes, they they uh, place products such as, um, you know, cereals and stuff like that. And it's like, ah, I still wish there was not processed food. But mm -hmm. uh, one of the things that they did bring up was a cereal that was uh, fiber. Uh, and I can't remember which one it was. But anyway, the, the deal here is that um, the, it, was, it was a whole 
a health segment or a trainer tip or something like that where basically they talk about the benefits of fiber. And it's like, so what's the real benefit of having this much fiber uh, for breakfast? And, and the point here is that fiber makes you feel fuller longer. Yes. And yes. I know we've covered that before, but it's something that I need to be reminded of myself because mm-hmm. there's oftentimes it's like you know what um sure i'm gonna have this for breakfast and this is great and and protein is helpful and stuff like that and it's like you know protein really helps you feel it's like man if you combine a little protein and a little fiber and you have that for breakfast hmm, you you, you know it, and it does work and i will tell you there are often times when i've you know been in a rush and i'll eat something that doesn't contain a lot of fiber or doesn't contain a lot of protein and, you know, I do get hungry before it's time for my next meal. So just another tip, something to remind us, protein and fiber. These are two things that are important, I think, for 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 all of our meals to, to help us feel fuller longer. Yeah, tra- trainer Bob um, often recommends that to his contestants. And he says, just combine a bit of fiber, a bit of protein. And that's that's a perfect way to stay full or to get that, you know, feeling of, you know, I don't need to eat for at least a couple of hours. And that will prevent you from snacking. Right. And... By the way, it also works not just for breakfast, but I do it sometimes in the in the evening um, if I've had a more substantial dinner because I I try to you know eat very well in the morning, very balanced uh, breakfast, and then I I eat well at noon for for dinner, and then you know in the evening I try to kind of slow down a little bit, and I notice for instance if I would eat pasta or something or rice in the evening, gosh it it it's a lot of calories and it's dangerous. Um, and so, but I usually eat around six, seven and I go to bed much later. And so there, there's often a temptation to go and snack, uh, during, you know, while watching television or something like that. And I noticed that a very effective way to, to, to eat very few calories and fill completely full is just making a big green salad. Now we'll just take lettuce and some tomatoes. And uh, I, I'll take some non-fat um, sauce like um, mayonnaise, but we've got the ultra low-fat mayonnaise, and there's just uh, and I just mix, put some water in that. So just to you know, I, just just lettuce without any sauce, it's not working for me. It's uh, but uh, well, for <laughs> the ultra low-fat stuff, it works, and 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 man, I can eat a whole bowl full of uh, of lettuce, and uh, and it tastes well, and I I feel full. Can I say, um, all my life growing up, I despised salad. I, I mean, my entire life, Father Roderick, I, I've never eaten salad. And, you know, I, are you familiar with uh, iceberg lettuce? Yes. All right. Iceberg lettuce, absolutely, it makes me gag. Oh, really? Yeah. I, 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 I don't, it's, I've been told all my life that it's in my head and all this other stuff, but I, I'm, I'm not kidding you. If iceberg lettuce touches my tongue it's like it's what there's that there's those little droppers uh of things that they give kids to to force them to to uh you know give up whatever's in their in their body (laughs) i'll i'll try to preserve the wording so that it doesn't sound as bad as it is but i have a gag reflex every time iceberg lettuce even touches my mouth oh wow and uh and and so i always thought you know i just don't like salad Uh, and and you know all the all my life, I thought this. Well, yeah. you know, of course, what was a almost a year ago now? I really radically had this. I, the the switch the the switch was flipped, and for yeah. me, I started eating more healthy. I want to tell you, 
I love romaine lettuce. I love baby leaf spinach. Mm-hmm. And uh, this week, I'm actually going to start uh, for the very first time. I'm going to try arugula. Uh, but anyway, I love romaine and I love uh, baby spinach. And and all of a sudden, it's like these are sal- it's like you can make a salad out of romaine and and baby spinach as long as that iceberg stuff stays away from it. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll eat salad and get this. Here's the funny thing is I am. I'm a super picky eater. So I despise salad dressings. I don't like creamy things. They just, it's like, ugh. And so, so all these people who eat salads and they, they drizzle it, cover it in all this stuff to make the, the lettuce taste Mm -hmm. better. I think it distract, it detracts from the taste. It's like, ah, no way. So, so, um, my favorite salad these days, my wife made a salad the other night. Absolutely awesome. She took fresh strawberries fresh raspberries all right Mm -hmm. and she just cut them up and let them uh, and she poured some water on them just let them simmer in their own juices for about a half a day and she took some some spinach and she she uh spread it out on a plate drizzled um strawberries and fresh raspberries on it and then um on top of that, she put, oh, what did she put on top of it? I can't remember what went with this. But anyway, uh, oh, it was chicken. She, she, er, no, it was turkey. No, it, I can't, no, it was chicken. She, yeah. she pan, lean, lean meat, really <laughs> lean meat, really lean chicken. And she sprinkled that on it. So we had spinach leaf, we had strawberries, <laughs> raspberries, and, and grilled chicken. And, and I sprinkled just a little bit of salt on it. And I never would have thought salt on strawberries and raspberries. Oh my goodness. This was excellent because it was, it was sweet and it was salty. And those are my two vices, sweet and salty together. And it was healthy. It was excellent. And it was, I mean, I was like, I could eat that every day for lunch. (laughs) So Good. I, I got the same idea of, or similar idea. I think it was the second season of, um, second or third season. No, wait, it was way later. Um, uh, and uh, you had the orange theme, the orange team with the, oh, what's his name again? Who, who, uh, who was also part of the previous season? I forgot his name. Anyway, two orange guys, I think among the heaviest contestants ever, very, still very young. And one of the, the, the orange, team members was not very motivated so he gets sent home and i think that bob pays him a visit and then they talk about eating habits and he cooks with uh, he's just in the kitchen and so they prepare uh lettuce or some salad i don't know exactly and then he takes a chicken breast uh because he you know the guy just loved kentucky fried chicken and he's like we can do something much more healthier and it will still taste great and he takes a chicken breast and i've I've applied this tactic many times and and you just cut it in a little bit so normally a chicken breast is kind of a a a pretty thick um oval form oval shape and and he just cut it in uh in in two halves almost without really separating the halves and then and then he put it on a uh you know on a I said it on a board on a how do you, how do you call a that cutting board a cutting board and he put some um uh some some plastic over it some um kitchen plastic or I don't know you know some foil and he took a a, a big spoon like a, a a spoon that you normally serve soup with and he started beating on the chicken breast and if you do that and you do it evenly what happens is you get this huge very thin um a chicken breast 
which then you put in the you put in a little bit of olive oil, put a little bit of salt, a little bit of you know um, paprika powder, uh, a little bit of onion powder on it, and and it's it's very quick too because it's so thin it's it's ready in in five minutes and then he took that whole plaque of of chicken breast and put that on top of the of the salad and it it looked very yummy and so i prepared and now i I regularly do it like that and and it just it tells my brain that i've had this tremendous amount of chicken you know yeah it looks so big it's almost like a huge pancake of chicken and it's so tasty and it really uh, um, enhances the – and that's the only time that I don't need any, you know, condiments or any, you know, oil or, or, or mayonnaise through the lettuce because the, the chicken just adds that kind of hearty taste to it. Yeah. And, ah, I'm Ken, getting hungry as yeah, I speak. <laughs> no doubt. Ken is in the <laughs> chat room and he just gave me a great idea. He says he's, he says he eats salad a lot and he's never used um, salad dressings. He says, I just sprinkle lemon. Uh, I squeeze lemon juice, salt mm-hmm. and pepper. And it's sure. I, that, yeah. that sounds good too. It's like, ah, ah, man, it, you know, I'm hungry for a salad. What? <laughs> Did it, who just said that? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Italian. Did, is that uh, me? Italians use a bit of olive oil uh-huh. and uh, and some vinegar, and they mix that together. It's huge, and a little bit of salt and pepper. Now, olive oil, of course, is uh, that can be a lot of calories, but at the same time, if you count it into your calorie budget, mm-hmm. it is extremely healthy. Uh, it's like it's much more, and then you you can you can use the the greener you know first pressing type of olive oil. Never heat that because it will uh, it will get a chemical reaction, which is uh, you know, cancerous, but the the green, the dark green olive oil is great for for cold salads. But again, yeah, watch the calories. Now, oh, one final tip about uh, about um, salad. My mom used to prepare this because I I wasn't a big fan of of I I did like iceberg salad, but I didn't like the regular lettuce. You know, the the more well the stuff that we eat a lot here in in the Netherlands. I I didn't care for it. And so she often used Chinese cabbage. It's not really lettuce, but she just bought a Chinese cabbage and and cut it into small slices. And and with a little bit of salt and oil, it's 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 a diff, very diff, different taste, but it it works really well. Nice. Anyway, hey, uh it's loose. I'm going to tell you something, uh, Father Roderick. There was a tip from Jillian, one of those trainer tips before a commercial break, and you're not going to believe this. Uh-huh. I'm, gonna, I'm going to say it. I, I think I'm going to quote this word for word. I went back several times. Jillian Michaels said this. She says, what you want to do is if you want to lose weight, she says, eat strictly two days a week, moderately three days a week, and give yourself a little slack on the weekend. Oh. And she says if you if you allow yourself to and she used the word splurge <gasps> on no. the week she did. No. She used the word splurge. She says if you allow yourself to splurge a little on the weekends, what this does is she says it sends your body mixed signals. And, uh-huh. and so therefore, you know, it, it's, it doesn't put it, you know, it really throws off that whole starvation mode thing or whatever. Uh, but can you believe she said that? No, I can't. I have, well, ne- I've listened to so much of her and I've never heard something like that. I, I imagine that when she says splurge, her concept <laughs> of splurge is probably not the same as mine. <laughs> 
Oh, so so what do you think about that? Well, it kind of makes sense, especially when you consider the um, the danger of if you're going too strict with your diet, that your body, especially for women, can can kick into this preservation mode. Whereas, oh, we're starving. Let's just retain everything, and um, and it's a danger, especially for uh, for people that 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 you know just switch from one lifestyle to another all of a sudden, and your body just cannot compute, and it's like. Oh my god my goodness and and this happens a lot during the second week of the biggest loser when they are put on a very strict diet and then in the second week some contestants just the, their body is just whoa wait a second where are my hamburgers yeah <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> let's just not go overboard here and i i guess that what she's doing is is kind of similar in a way or what she's advising i i don't think that this is a very good approach perhaps for people that are already in this later phase where you've you've kind of find found your balance um because of course there's a psychological aspect to this if you splurge during the weekend there is a risk that you regress and that you're like oh now i remember how good it was to go to mcdonald's well, let's do that every day so it, it could weaken your psychological resistance if you keep reminding yourself of you know the the good old days of of splurging but but it it, it kind of makes sense in this first phase where you 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 just want to confuse your body a little bit and and you and uh it's similar to what you do in when working out the most efficient way to work out is mixing up your routines and and to not only do um calorie burning or cardio but also do muscle building stuff and to you know even if you've worked out your upper body you can still run because it's different uh, muscle groups and and so they uh with the during the um, uh, last workout last chance workout often you see them doing parkour or no not parkour um the um what 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 do you call it they go through all you know they do 15 minutes of this and then 15 minutes of that and 15 and every time they train different muscle groups which allows them to work work out these contestants for five hours during a day, which normally if you would only do one type of exercise, the body would, would, would just, just stop functioning. Um, and so in a way, this is kind of similar on a, on a, on a dietary level, but ooh, the word splurge. Yeah. I, I, you know what? I can understand. Matter of fact, she was very careful to say eat strictly uh, two days, moderately three and give yourself a little slack on the weekend. And, and you know, so that, yeah. th- that's what she says, a little slack. But she used the word splurge afterwards. And I'm like, oh, d- 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 ah, that just it hurt. I mean, it's it's like, ah, I can't believe she said the word splurge anyway. Oh, well, oh, well, it's, it's probably a vocabulary thing. Yeah, it, it, I don't think she means that. No, yes, I okay, see and, and eat everything on the menu there. Yeah, and it, then, it, it's, I, it's not <laughs> like it's OK to go to five guys, burger and fries and, and load up. Exactly. <laughs> sounds scary. Five Guys Burger. That sounds like wrong in many different ways. Well, let's just say this. What, what happens is if you go there, you're eating lunch that would be equivalent of Five Guys calories intakes. Oh, my goodness. I am not kidding you. That uh, is not uh, it, That is uh, not an exaggeration. <laughs> anyway. Huh. Uh, and and the, the only other things that I'll say about uh, the, the, the two episodes you haven't yet seen, um, we get to see, uh, well, I'll just say my favorite person from last season yeah. shows up in this week's episode of The Biggest Loser. 
Good. I always love that. And uh, I don't think they did enough with him and made it interesting enough. And, and I think it was I think it was really a, a little bit of a letdown how much we didn't get to hear him actually speak. Um, okay. So I, I think I think they they I think it was great that they brought him in. But I was really let down by the little we actually got to hear him talk about where he's been. So mm-hmm. anyway. might be a contextual thing also where, you know, where the previous contestants cannot contribute too much to the show. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. And then uh, and, and then the last and final thing is they bring in that financial lady person. I, I have no idea what her name is. My my wife knows all about her. There's been Saturday Night Live skits about her. Uh, but anyway, she she's the I, I, apparently they bring her in every year and mm-hmm. and she she basically looks at their finances and she takes a look. Oh, Susie Omen. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, she she takes a look at all their financial data and then she tries to uh, pick who the winner will be based upon their financial situation. Mm hmm. And uh, and and I and I won't say anything more about it other than the fact that she predicts the winner based upon how well uh, they are at counting their calories, you know, and, 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 and and it's the same through, you know, I find this to be completely true that how you handle your finances oftentimes mirrors itself in the way that you handle your physical health. Absolutely. Because it's ultimately has to do with something totally separate from, from health and finances. And that is things like discipline. And can you, can you postpone gratification? Are you willing to sacrifice a little bit now so that later on you can have the benefits of that? And are and you spending more than you get? Are you spending uh, more than you earn? Okay. Yeah, yeah. And not to, not only that, but even the the and, and it all goes down. And I love Biggest Loser for this reason: getting to the, or at least Jillian specifically, mm-hmm. getting to the er- emotional root cause of all this uncontrolled living. Absolutely. The first, the, 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 the most important thing is not all the exercise in the gym, but it's behavioral stuff yeah. and your behavior has to change and your behavior can only change if you go to the root of your problems, which brings me to confession time. All right. You have some confession, Father Roderick. Uh, it's time to step on the scale and show the world how much you fail. <laughs> <laughs> What's happened? I feel like I'm standing in my underwear here. Uh, <laughs> I've always been so good. And and oh my goodness, did I fall off the wagon uh, lately? Just incredible. And, and the problem is I know exactly why. And, and it all has to do with balance in your life. We've talked about the, the theme of, you know, uh, work, uh, spare time, taking time off, uh, living, a, you know, balance is not just something in the kitchen, but it's something that, that concerns your whole life. Your whole life has to be balanced, or at least you have to work on your the, the balance of, of everything in your life and not just, you know, food and, and, and exercise-wise. And I, I de- my balance is definitely uh, is gone. It's down the drain. I've been working so hard these past few weeks with too many. And it, this is just all the result of bad planning. I've been taking on engagements, speaking engagements, travel engagements. And so uh, all that 
every every uh, appointment in itself was something good and something positive and something that I can do and I know and I've done it before. But it was just a combination of of everything, you know, the the Easter uh, stuff uh, here in the parishes. Uh, the uh, there's some uh, some more stuff going on. Lots and lots of extra meetings. And then I had like a trip to Rome last week. I had to speak at a big conference this week. I have to go back to Rome next week. And you know what happens? All my other work, it still needs to be done. I still need to record my shows. I still have to run SQPN. I still have to do my, my day-to-day work. And so what I did was I sacrificed both my, my, the time that I normally spent in, in, in preparing my food and I completely eliminated uh, my workouts. And I just like, I have no time. I have to sit. I have to answer my email. I have to do. And I sacrificed my sleep. And and what I noticed, you get at first few days, no problem, no difference on the scale, because you know your body has. I, I've got some leeway. I'm, I'm my my metabolism is in a very good rhythm, or was in a very good rhythm, and so you know it just compensated for for the lack of exercise and perhaps the less less prudent food choices. But after after a week. You know the scale, the the it started to creep up a little bit, and I was like, "Well, you know, next week." And then the next week comes, and it's even more work, and no workout. And I felt, and especially, you know, the lack of sleep, my resistance, my emotional resistance went out of the window, mm-hmm. and so it became so easy with with a little sleep to say, "Oh well, I'm not gonna wake up now. I'm just gonna sleep in a little bit." And so you wake up at eight, and it's like, "Oh." I got to work. I got to start preparing this and that. I will just run this afternoon. And then in the afternoon, you're like, I am so tired. I'll run tomorrow morning. And then tomorrow morning. And it just went on like that. And then I started to feel bad about myself. It's like, I'm, I'm, and, and it's also this, normally for me, running, for instance, is a, is a way to combat stress. And since I wasn't working out, I, I, need, I was looking for other ways to compensate for the stress and for the, you know, the worries. Oh, next week I've got this big conference and then I got to go back to Rome. And, and I started to compensate with food, honestly. And, you know, the, the worst thing was that I, I, I was sitting there. And, oh, my God, I feel so bad. I should actually go to real confession for this. I was watching The Biggest Loser and I was eating a big bag of potato chips. Father Roderick. I honest, honest to God, I was in, and not just a bit. I ate the whole bag while watching The Biggest Loser, and you know, I was saying, I was telling myself, I know that I'm doing this, and I don't care. I deserve this. Oh, oh God. save me, Cliff. Now, Say something. Here's the deal, Father Roderick. First and foremost. I I I'm I've been there. I have uh, even as even within the last month I've been there. And 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 I tr- the entire thing. I mean every single aspect of what you've talked about minus the trips trips to Rome. Um I I've been there it, we, within the last 30 days. And and you know I I mean gosh the last couple of weeks I've seen, you know, up 2 pounds, down 2 pounds, up 3 pounds, down 2 pounds, up 2 pounds, down 1 pound. It's just like ah. And and I've I've been I I've been there as well. Uh and and the I I will tell you for me 
right now, you know, I had this bout of, you know, three, three months of just being sick with bronchitis, even going to the doctor, three different antibiotics. It wasn't until I got the third antibiotic and a steroid shot that I finally kicked that thing out of my system. And I was, oh man, I was feeling great. And was I back out to my intentional physical activity once a week? Do you know when that once a week was? After, no. the, after I felt guilty for not doing it the entire week, listen, talking about it, I'm the biggest loser. So I'd go out and walk it. But you know yeah. what? And then, of course, you know, I'm, I'm trying all these things, getting my, my own life, you know, organized and stuff like that. I've been doing really well, putting more margin in. But even with the margin, I find myself not going out. And, and, and one night I'm like, OK, you know what? This week is the week I'm getting everything in order. And I've got 85 emails in my inbox. I've got to get to zero. You know, I start off during the day and I get it down to like 49 by the time I'm finished with an entire day's worth of work. And and then 49 is just not enough because I'm. it's just going to pile on more tomorrow. And I just need to get to this. And so what did I do? Uh, this was probably about three weeks ago. I decided to stay up all night long. And I wow. went to bed at five o'clock in the morning with zero emails in my inbox feeling great. And I decided, you know what? I'm going to sleep in a little bit, but I still only slept for about four hours. My kids go to school. They come home with the, you know, being around all those other germy kids all day long. And because I, my body did not get enough sleep, what happens to my immune system? It drops drastically. Uh, Yeah. 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 And I get sick again. It's Uh. like, ah, no, why, why did I stay up all night? It's not worth it. And, and the same thing. It's like, you know, I'm not feeling up to it. And it's just the emotional energy. And I start feeling bad about myself. And then there's the stress. And then the same thing. It's that emotional. It's like instead yeah. of going and working out, it's like, you know, ah, just, an, just a second bowl of ice cream with chocolate syrup on it uh, would just uh, feel that would make me feel so much better. You know, I was in Rome. And we were working hard. We had to film stuff for a documentary. And uh, my cameraman, who's a tall guy, much taller than I, very strong. And he's like, okay, I deserve this. Uh, Let's go eat there, here and there. And he was, uh, you know, and I just immediately fell for the the peer pressure. He was like, let's eat. Let's, you know, Father Roderick, you need to eat. You deserve this. And I was like, yes, I deserve this. I want this. And then so, man, I just overate. In Honestly, in three days, I gained more than five pounds. Whoa. That's, oh. And, and Terry in the chat room is, is uh, paging me and he says, you know, check your blood sugar. It might very well, the fact that you're so tired. And I, yes, definitely. This is blood sugar related because I've been eating all the wrong stuff, you know, all the, the, the refined pasta and ice cream in Italy. And yes, it was good. But in the end, I feel so terrible now and I, I'm, I, I'm super tired, l- l- you know, lack of sleep. And I, I'm at now right now at this point that I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. And this is going to end today. I'm not going to do it anymore. And, and I think with me, it will start with getting eight hours of sleep. I just need to to that needs to be the, the prime directive of my life right now. I need my sleep. And once I get my sleep, I will feel better so I can I can get more energy to work out and and probably from a, a the point of view of of resisting the temptations i will be stronger 
So I'm going to try that. That's kind of my uh, my intention for this next week. I'm going to fight to get my sleep. In, in, despite the fact that I have got, got to go back to Rome, uh, I will take earplugs with me and I will get my sleep. And, and this time I will not overeat in Rome. Yeah. I will just in, integrate that beautiful, wonderful ice cream into my calorie budget for that day. There you go. And, and I, that's exactly uh, I've actually been doing fairly well. Uh, this past week and of course this you know the weather's been sunny the skies are blue and clear and it's nice it's not humid I can go out and walk and it's enjoyable so there's a lot of that that plays into this but uh, I will say that I have you know I knew for a fact that I'm sick again because of not giving my buddy the rest that it needs and requires and so I I have that's what I've been doing I do a minimum of six hours of sleep and I try to get eight as much as possible Mm mm-hmm yeah. All right. We'll, well see next week what the results are. Exactly. Well, and the other thing, Father Roderick, is, you know, we can't we can't feel bad about this all the time. You know, we we we're going to have this stuff. It's going to happen. But the, the important thing is that, you know, we're at a place in our lives where we recognize immediately that something's out of whack and that it needs to be changed. And, Absolutely. And to think about this, Father Roger, and, and I know this about you because of just how much I know you and how long we've been uh, friends, and I know this about me. What you're experiencing, what I've talked about, this used to be that that's used to be our normal way of life. Indeed. And that's why <laughs> I never want to go back there anymore. Exactly. And that's why I'm gonna, you know, I, I definitely feel much stronger, at least in willpower, that like, wait a minute, this might be a temporary phase but i don't want it i it just reminds me just of how tired i feel right now and stressed and how bad i feel about you know having gained so much weight in so little time it just reminds me how how great i felt when i was working out and doing the right thing and i want to go back there i just because i've experienced an alternative and so i know that it's fairly easy to step out of this lifestyle again Absolutely, it is. And uh, of course, the other thing I'll mention is is the, the big M word. And the M word, of course, is margin. And I know it's tough when you, you, you mean, you got these trips to Rome, you've got all these other things to do. Um, I, if you don't mind, I'd like to just plug another podcast that I just launched, believe it or not, my 25th podcast launch, uh, the Virtual Assistant Podcast. If you go to Virtual Assistant Podcast, or no, it's just, yeah, virtualassistantpodcast.com. And uh, I talk about the benefits of hiring somebody else to help, you know, to start delegating some of that workout. So, you know, podcasting to you is what Italian ice cream is to me. 24 is just not enough. (laughs) (laughs) I need to get another one. (laughs) That's awesome. That's that's great. So, Father Roderick, anything else you want to share? Some other things that you're going to be doing online? I noticed that the... uh, the break with Father Roderick has a new format, uh, and you're yes. on a radio show now, on a yeah. radio station. We're starting to syndicate the show. It's very cool. And perhaps if you want to follow my tri- trips to Rome, I've been posting video clips on uh, fatherroderick.com, which is my personal blog. And I'm, I'm, it's my intention to keep that up and to really do like uh, uh, regular video blogging. It's a lot of fun. Hey, I have a question for you. Are you posting those in YouTube and embedding them in YouTube on your blog? Yes, uh, yes. That then yes. I just want to say I love that. I have the new iPad and I I remember uh, seeing a new video update come through on your blog and I'm able to watch them via the iPad, which is my new media consumption device. 
Oh, awesome. Awesome. I can't wait to get one myself, but it's uh, it's it's going to be a while. Yeah. Well, Father Roderick, you uh, you are available on Twitter and a bunch of other places. Uh, you want to tell people, uh, where is your personal blog again, and where can they follow you on Twitter? FatherRoderick.com, on Twitter, at FatherRoderick, and uh, Facebook.com slash FatherRoderick. Very cool. And of course, I am Twitter.com slash GSPN. And I, again, if you want to check out something I'm doing, virtualassistantpodcast.com. That's my newest show and having a lot of fun with it. And we're going to come back next week. Father Roderick is going to be just as crazy as ever because he's going to be either preparing for just returning from trips all over the world. But uh, he's going to be well rested because he's going to have eight hours of sleep every night. America, next time you see me, I will be one slim, <laughs> roving priest. <laughs> right. And, and I, I will just say this. I am the same weight now that I was the last time we recorded this podcast. Okay. But, but, I, but I went up and then I'm back down to that. So <sighs> next week, I want to be able to share that I've lost some. All That's right. what we're looking for. Until next time, everybody, be a loser.